Welcome to Behind the Sims. At SaberSim, we're a team of professional gamblers, data scientists, and sports nerds building the best DFS optimizer and sports betting model on the market. This podcast is a behind-the-scenes look at how we do it. Every episode is an unedited recording of our team's actual conversations as we research, analyze, and iterate our way to answering the tough questions in DFS and sports betting. Whether we're answering questions like what's the best way to build your bankroll, analyzing different ways to diversify, or even building new models, we're going to share it all right here and we aren't holding anything back. If you're ready to go deep into what it really takes to win, then this is a podcast for you. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to another Behind the Sims here, uh, wrapping up our conversations and project on slider backtesting and, and contest simulation here. Um, I'm back with Matt and Elijah. We've had a bit of some some work going on here behind the scenes offline, a, a bit uh, of, of almost a, a departure, I guess, in, in the way that we're kind of thinking about this. So, uh, Matt, I'll let you go ahead and just get us mm -hmm. caught back up here, uh, and then we can start looking at some of the data. Yeah, so there's kind of a, a lot happened uh, since the last time we recorded. So just like quickly on the more like technical side, um, we just found a good number of issues with the analysis that we were doing, both on like the builder end and on the contest sim end. Like the builder was, um, we weren't incorporating ownership correctly we had some issues at like lower variance or lower sim precision settings um, were kind of just, uh, they they weren't working correctly in the builder. And so that's why we were seeing some weirdness with like zero sim precision was like way, way different than one sim precision. And um, so there were some builder issues there. Um, and then like the contest sim had some problems as well. So like, there's a lot of like bug fixes that we did. Um, that I think will make these results make a lot more sense. I think in a lot of the previous uh, uh, recordings here, these meetings, we were kind of a little bit baffled by some of the results. And it's not like they were completely useless and random, but there were just some like issues that we didn't realize were, were affecting things. So that's one thing. Um, the other more like on a theoretical standpoint, I think we were getting a little bit too um like too theoretical and too kind of like in the on the one hand we're like too theoretical but also getting too in the weeds with some of these like trying to explain like why things were the way they were and we like we're kind of drawing this project out longer than it should have been drawn out because like what we want right is immediate like let's make these slider defaults better they don't need to be like the absolutely perfect, like scientifically proven optimal slider defaults um, because that's probably not really possible. Uh, we just want to improve the defaults for the users. Um, and uh, we have the data to, to give us insight into that, especially now that we fix these issues. So rather than kind of like taking this like roundabout approach of like looking at the top X, um, like settings and combining them and stuff. What we we decided to do is, um, you know, we reran all the builds and reran all the sims, the contests. I, I did a whole new set of slates, so we're only doing like, and we have like forty slates since the All Star break. Um, so they're all recent. They all have like all of our recent model updates and ownership updates and all that. Um, and what we're doing is essentially um, looking at every single built combination of slider settings. Um, 
Uh, and then uh, looking at the performance of those uh, that slider setting across all contests um, in the bucket. And we're, we are going to basically go through a spreadsheet that has one row for every combination of slider settings. So it's going to be, um, what is it, 1,200, 1,300 yeah, like 13 rows. something, yeah. Yeah, 1,300 rows, one for each, um, you know, zero correlation, zero ownership, zero sim precision, 001, 002, whatever. Going to go through all of them, and then we're just going to, like, sort by these metrics and just, like, we're going to make a call on each bucket of what the new defaults should be just on this call. And so rather than trying to figure out some formula and trying to, like, we're just going to, like, go through it, this spreadsheet together and, like, use our judgment. And I think that um, this will be a more effective way because there it is going to be a judgment call. And as we'll kind of discover, I've been looking at the data a little bit, um, like, using the mean ROI is not going to be the right choice for the majority of these buckets um, because like we kind of talked about earlier and Jordan had this thought like basically zero sim precision is always going to be optimal because it's going to give you the tightest grouping of lineups and there's going to be basically a, like an ideal lineup and, and the zero sim precision is like giving you as close to like this optimal lineup construction and so anyway i won't get into it too much but basically we're just going to kind of make a call as a team with all of these metrics that we have of like how do we want to change these slider defaults for each of these buckets and we'll like essentially leave it at that and move on and we can do a similar thing for other sports mm -hmm. um but it's not worth spending more and more time like kind of trying to figure out the, the true scientific like solution here when we can just like um use all this data use our judgment and like kind of create wins for users with the, the better settings cool yeah that makes yeah. sense i think it makes sense to to just go ahead and like get this pulled up and and start talking about this um Sweet. i mean before we like actually go into any analysis i think for the for at least the first one it would be helpful. And, and for anybody listening to the podcast version of this, we've got a, a spreadsheet pulled up. You might want to check out YouTube here um, so you can follow along visually. But do we want to just kind of talk about like what we're actually seeing on screen here? Because I think it looks like just a ton of numbers at, at, at first glance here. Uh, yeah. yeah, I can like give a brief oh, overview. Like, yeah, and then Matt, you can jump in if I'm missing anything here. So at the bottom of the page is like a bunch of tabs. You can see with numbers followed by an underscore. And that number represents, it's sort of an ID for one of the predefined Saber Sim buckets uh, that you see goes from three, four, eight, kind of jumps around a little bit. And that's because in our analysis, we excluded any contests that had fewer than 100 entries in them, which is why you're not seeing buckets one through 23. Um, so that's why those numbers kind of jump around a bit. Um, and a, a bucket, real yeah. quick, we're, what we're saying is basically a combination of dropdowns on the, the build settings, basically. So a bucket might be single entry, 1,000 to 10,000 entrants or something like that. Yeah, and we're only doing GPP. So it's really just those two drop downs. It's the size of the contest and the number of entrants in the contest. Right, got yeah. it. Okay. Oh, yeah, sorry, it should be like... a number of entrants, maximum number of entrants per user. Yeah. 
Yeah, and yeah, and the size of the contest, exactly. And and I think that there's normally sixteen of those in the app. There's only I think ten here, just because we're dropping every time that the entries are lower than a hundred. Um, so that's what the sort of each individual tab looks like. And then mm -hmm. on a given tab, so right now we're on 10, like a mid-size contest. Um, and so each individual row here represents a specific build setting. So like correlation of four, ownership at zero, precision at seven. And the numbers to the right are the grouped uh, performance of that specific setting across all of the data that we, that we had run contest sims on. So let's just say, there's five contests from our data that fall in, in bucket 10. These statistics to the right of this build settings are the averaged uh, performance of them with regards to a, a bunch of statistics here. So it goes mean ROI portfolio, omega ratio, median ROI portfolio, as well as a bunch of other metrics that describe the distribution of the returns. Um, and as Matt was mentioning before, all of these tabs we've ranked them with respect to decreasing omega ratio, which is essentially a ratio of like the winnings percentages divided by the losing percentages. So omega ratio of one would be equally uh, like equal winning winnings to, to losses. Um, and we can go into like what that number means more, but as Matt said before, it corrected our sort of bias of using our own sims and that it reduces the bias to go towards sim precision of zero for a high quality build um yeah, yeah just to to clarify that it's not necessarily that it gets rid of our bias but it um it rewards diversification a bit more um which yeah. i think initially we were thinking uh we don't really care about diversification because that's what like sort of the exposure management is for but um, I think it still does matter because if you don't have any diversification in the pool, you're not going to be able to get a diverse set of 150 or 20 lineups from that 500. Um, that said, I do want to talk a little bit maybe later about whether this make for single entry contests, for example, whether it might make more sense to look at other metrics. But um, yeah, omega ratio is essentially like it's a way of uh, measuring the like uh, reward while minimizing the risk of the entire pool of lineups. Um, the other thing I want to point out here is um, one thing that I, I forgot to say that I did is I did a little bit of, in the contest sim, I did a little bit of like smoothing of the um, like, really big contest. So I think that doesn't apply here because what we're looking at with this 10 bucket is like a uh, 10,000. 1K to 10, yeah. Yeah. But for the really big contests, um, because we're, we weren't doing a huge amount of sims be for, because of time constraints, um, I think there's a lot of variance at like the top of those contests where it was like banking, like getting first out of 50,000 entries is going to happen so infrequently that um, I basically wanted to like smooth out the top. So basically if you get in like the top 10 of those big GPPs, then we'll just give you like the average payout of the top 10. And so that's just a way to kind of reduce the noise of like, oh, this one build happened to like luck into a couple first place wins. But really what we care about is just like getting close enough. And so we're just kind of smoothing out the very top of the uh, payout structure there. 
So I want to clarify that because in some of the bigger buckets, I think you'll see like the like this bank fraud portfolio on column M is going to be zero for some of the big ones. And that's basically because like we smoothed out the top. And so like you never, the lineups never end up like banking in terms of like taking home the top prize. But so like that won't really be a, a metric that we we'll use. But um, yeah. Yeah, and I just want to like really quickly does not super important, but like we have a lot of metrics here. Like I'm not we probably won't use too many of them, but like the portfolio ones are sort of like, yeah, the all of the lineups as a whole. So we'll essentially just like combine the winnings of of all the lineups into like one number. So it's like if you enter all five hundred of these lineups into this contest, but sort of like independently, um, this would be like the winnings for this sim of all the contests all the the lineups and then it's like the median roi is like the median of that whole portfolio um like profit across or roi across all of the sims um so yeah that, that's that's that but we can kind of get into it i guess sorry the, i know i'm talking a lot the last thing i want to point out is just what we're gonna do here is um we did split it out by so like the two main like factors are like the contest bucket, which is like we said, the entry number of entries and max entries per user. The other factor that goes into this is the size of the slate. Um, in terms of like on Saber Sim, how the defaults change depends on those buckets and the size of the slate. Um, what we wanted to do was kind of uh, get a benchmark first um, by looking just at the bucket size and then we'll look just at the slate size. And that way we can kind of just see, like have a benchmark of, okay, this is what we would ex are expecting as like the best settings per bucket or the best settings per slate size. And then when we're looking at each individual one where it's like two games slate, of uh, like 10,000 entry contest, whatever, we kind of have a starting point of like, this is what we expect for this type of contest. And then like, this is how things are changing when you like look at just this specific grouping of contests so yeah i think that makes sense um where where do we want to start with this i think bucket 23 is like the flagship if i'm not mistaken yeah um, so that'll be uh bucket 23 is like yeah 10,000 to 50,000 entries which for mlb there aren't really contests above 50,000 so this is going to be the biggest contest 150 max yeah flagship and mini max is right like the two that fit under here. So we're sorting by omega ratio here. Um, so this is again, like optimizing for like a, the, the winnings across the entire pool um, and kind of like we're measuring both the, um, the upside and minimizing the downside. So it's going to be a more diverse pool. Real quick, Jordan, I just want to like, can you sort by the mean ROI just so we can kind of show that? Because I do want to um, quickly just talk about this, um, which I, I briefly mentioned it, but like, um, yeah, zero sim precision uh, is just the best for mean ROI. And the reason, again, is because all the lineups are just really, really tightly grouped. Um, and it does seem weird on first look that it's like cash settings. If you run on like 500 cash 
lineups that's like the best ROI. But I think it's again, it's because like um, this is including just like all slates. This is basically just like maximizing like the edge that we're getting from the projections. There's like no variance, so it's just like the top 500 optimals. Um, and so if if we're saying like the Sabres and projections are really good, then basically it's like this is kind of like the way to like get the top ROI, assuming the sims are perfect. Um, again, because of like we're measuring it with our own sims, I think that's not really valid here. Um, and you'll notice after that first like cash build one, then like we are incorporating correlation and ownership into this. Um, I actually almost am wondering, uh, we don't need to like redo this stuff, Elijah, but I think that some of the, um, it still is weird to me that like the cash build one is first. And I think the reason is because in some of the like tests, I was doing some tests mm -hmm. on like just running cash builds. And I think that might be leaking into uh, um, like, only run it with the zero, zero, zero. And I think when there are some like issues with those builds like that's leaking into here a little bit so i think mm. we can just ignore the zero 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 okay like you can see that it's like way like the numbers are are different like all of them yeah. are pretty grouped together except for that cash bill yeah. so i think we can just safely ignore that because that's from testing so because sure. as i was talking about that i was like this is weird it doesn't really make much sense um mm. so ignoring that basically it's saying like two correlation six ownership is is like kind of the optimal like combination of correlation and ownership for like this flagship, which I think kind of makes sense. It's because it's like you you want a lot of ownership fade for like getting different. Um, two correlation I think is enough to like get decent stacks, but like it might be same. Basically, like we're still going to be leaning into like the projections the most, and then it's like zero sim precision to basically get as many of those like top lineups as we can like as many combinations of like the nuts <laughs> um as possible um and so that's why like using mean roi doesn't make a lot of sense because like we as we went over with eric in the last behind the sims like this is not a good way to play dfs of just like saying stink super exposed and like you're just gonna lose everything if you just like play really tight groupings of lineups so um i think yeah. using omega ratio is really like a much better approach here yeah and also this this file includes all slate sizes for the 23 so even though it's a flagship contest this includes like games slates with two games on it so yeah yeah it's like some of the owner some like the lower correlation could be just like smaller slates dragging that number down as well yeah so i think the interesting thing here is like the ownership going down a lot um, yeah ownership and correlation they, they both kind of stand out to me correlation think like default would be like eight most of the time so that's come down a long way and ownership is mm -hmm. is virtually off yeah even though on the mean roi it was pretty high yeah um, which i think think is pretty interesting i mean one reason is because we're using omega ratio we're like we care more about risk of ruin here right so i think with higher ownership you're um taking bigger risks um in your exposures and like 
with the sim position at seven, what my kind of theory is, is that we're like um, kind of getting enough differentiation from the precision that we don't need ownership anymore. But when you mm-hmm. use like zero precision, you essentially need ownership to differentiate. Um, so obviously we're not making decisions here because we're not including slate size, but I think it's good to just have like a sense of like the benchmarks here um, that's like medium low correlation, very low ownership, and like seven sim positions seems to be like the starting point independent of slate size for the top builds. Um, do we uh, do we want to look at, while we're kind of just establishing the baseline, something a little bit smaller here and see how it yeah how it compares yeah you like a three or a four yeah so i think well one thing that i want to look at for so like can we look at um is there a 17 yeah because 17 is going to be the same size of contest but 20 max okay so i want to see if there's like meaningful differences here Correlation looks higher. Yeah, correlation um, looks like it takes a small jump. And everything else is pretty similar, though. Like, seven sim position. Um, yeah, ownership is just very low. Yeah, which is interesting. I, but, I mean, yeah, you know, again, we don't need to necessarily, like, explain the reason for all this, but I think... It could make sense. Like 20 max is just going to be like fewer or more effective entrance, right? So like it's going to, in general, be a softer field. And so like with a softer field, you don't need ownership um, to like, first of all, a softer field probably means less stacking, right? And so like you, maybe correlation becomes more important. Whereas like in a sharper field everybody stacks and so like maybe there's more edge in like having some weirder stack com or like less common stack combos mm-hmm. um but yeah so like i mean it's essentially like correlation goes slightly up ownership goes slightly down but i think it's good that we're seeing it like that it's fairly similar it is yeah like, that that kind of confirms that like they should. I, I wouldn't expect that a twenty max and one fifty max at the same contest size would be too different in terms of optimal. Yeah, I mean, even so, I just looked. So this is bucket ten. This is a three max from a thousand to ten thousand. So uh, contest like the hot shot, the three dollar three max on DraftKings yeah. is always about in this range. This isn't yeah. even that different. I mean, this is pretty much still in line yeah. with those as well. Mm-hmm. And I know we're kind of still averaging against all of the slate sizes coming together, but like there's not really I mean maybe in the larger flagship you start to see like a little bit of a lower correlation here. Like threes and mm-hmm. fours more than four, fives and sixes. But it seems yeah. like most of this is pretty static. Especially sim precision and, and ownership. Yeah. Yeah. No, I want do you want to look at like the smaller contest, um, like go to the the three or the uh, you know, like the one hundred to one thousand. I guess yeah. nine is another one. So three. This one. 
Yeah, I mean, this is a still similar though. Yeah. Yeah, and this is a single entry 100 to 999 entrance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Precision is a little bit lower, which I think makes sense. So yeah, one thing here is like a thought that I had is with single entries, I think obviously like diversification isn't doesn't really matter, right? Um, it, it matters in terms of like if you want a bunch of options in your pool, but like you're only choosing one lineup from the pool for a single entry. So can you like sort by mean ROI here and just mm-hmm. as I'm kind of like what I'm wondering is if for single entry for the slider defaults, we should just like care more about the mean ROI, which is interesting that it's like, yeah, pretty close to cash builds, but with a little bit of correlation to like get, you know, some stacks. Um, Cause I do think that two zero zero when I was doing a little bit of testing is like, it actually gives you, decent stacks more than you'd think because there's so little precision there's like no randomness between the projections that correlation actually like has a pretty big impact even at the two um so like maybe for a single entry it's like yeah we you we don't really want precision like we just want to like lean into the projections get some correlation in there and like that'll give you the edge yeah as a i mean as Kind of a potential counterpoint there. I I think in the last, like the the contest sims we did with Eric, the single entry contests I think are already high variance enough in terms of your results that Mm -hmm. like even if omega ratio isn't captured in terms of limiting your risk on a given slate, I wonder if it is still helping avoid like unnecessarily increasing your risk of ruin over the course of a season. I don't think that it would because each slate is independent. I think the yeah. reason you'd want diversification is like for a 150 max is so that you're like not losing all of your entries. But for a single entry, it's like you kind of just want to play the top EV lineup in that contest, right? Like, yeah, you don't I mean, it, it makes sense. Pool diversification doesn't really matter for single entry unless like w- w- this is more of a product decision of like we want users to be able to choose different lineups if they want from their pool like have more options but like just in terms of i feel like for a single entry we just we want to give them like the best lineup right yeah um i mean this will create much more rigid pools for people um right the other thing i'm thinking is like we'll want to be very clear that these sliders would really only be for somebody that that is really like playing a single lineup in a single entry. Mm-hmm. Like they're not. I like if you were playing a portfolio of lineups that include single entries, like the kind of the profit plan recommends it. Mm-hmm. It would probably be in your interest to pick the sliders that correspond to the bigger contest. Yes. Yes, this yeah. would only be if you're doing a build specifically for a single entry. Right, okay, yeah. And you're only using it for that. But I think we can kind of, yeah, we can decide on that later. But I think there's okay. just like a thought there that, yeah. Um, I'd say yeah. let's go to, I think we have a pretty good sense of, the, I mean, it seems like there's not too much variance between yeah. the top settings here between the buckets. It's like, essentially, it looks like what this is saying is that 
like the contest itself doesn't have a huge impact on like what the optimal settings are. Yeah. Um, that makes some intuitive sense to me too. Like that is not necessarily yeah. a though surprise. like looking at the meat when we sorted by mean ROI for the this three bucket, the really small contest, it was like very low ownership. And when we sorted by mean ROI for the flagship, other than like the cash build thing at the top, it was like six or seven ownership, right? So it does seem like ownership, like which is intuitive. You want higher ownership fade. Um, or like you just need to differentiate more with the flagship. And I think what we're seeing is like, if the sim position is low, you need to use ownership to differentiate. And if it's high, then you don't because you get the differentiation naturally through the sim, um, you know, the variance of the sims. Yeah. It almost does seem like a little bit that there's like a, the ownership slider kind of controls if you increase that a little bit, you probably get back some additional raw ROI, but you accept mm -hmm. a lower omega ratio. Yeah. Um, and I think it, I think it's good for us on the product side and, and like on the content side also to be aware of, especially for me of like where I can tell people they can do those kinds of things. Like if we can kind of say, this is mm -hmm. what you get if you want to play with a little higher ownership aid, yeah. I think that's really helpful. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. So we said we wanted to swap. Um, Let's look at the slate size. Okay. Yeah, let me get that pulled Sheet. up here. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Uh, so, and this one is the tabs at the bottom, I assume, are... It's just as simple as that's, this is the slate this, size. Yep, that's the slate size. And okay. this is including all contests. So small ones, flagship, it's including all the contests. So this is basically just like, let's see what the impact of slate size is. Okay. The sliders. Um, so like, just, so we're kind of starting from the point of like, for omega ratio, basically, Seems like across most of the contests, it's like three to four to five correlation, low ownership, and like seven invariance. Um, uh -huh. Just so we kind of have that in mind. Um, and uh, yeah, so I guess, yeah, starting with the biggest ones. Um, yeah, we can go either direction. Um, yeah, let's just start here. Okay. So yeah, I mean, there's like a little bit of it's interesting, kind of like. The highest one is five three five, and then it dropped to zero. Like, you know, there's does seem to be a little bit of variance here in the like top settings, but like you can see that this top one has like a much higher mean ROI even than like all the ones below it. Yeah. Real quick, Jordan, can you scroll to the right uh -huh. a bit? Um, we have a metric in here that is looking at all the, I think it's all the way at the end. It's like, yeah, that's per slate. Sorry. Um, it should be per slate the omega ratio, I think. Yeah, per slate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, somewhere around here. Maybe to the left a bit right. more. Or actually, I'll find the column name on my end. Maybe that would be the. Um, 
Yeah, standard deviation omega ratio portfolio. So yeah, basically what this is, we this is just like a uh, one thing that we wanted to look at is like how much the like average this metric varies, like how high the standard deviation is across all like slates and contests or all across all contests like in this grouping just to kind of get a sense of like the variance in these numbers um yeah so i think it's found it right this one yeah if it's like a really high number that means there's like more variance in the metric so it's like we just might want to but i guess the the other the problem with that is like i think the higher well the higher the omega ratio itself i think the higher the standard deviation is going to be and it's probably not important to look at this i just was kind of curious um so they stopped to do have a, a higher kind of like variance it seems like in like more uncertainty that the number is real is basically what i'm getting at um but yeah so like I mean, just with this top setting, there's definitely more ownership, but all the ones below it are lower. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, we're getting four to five to six, like four to six correlation, uh -huh. low-ish ownership. And I mean, lower sim precision, I think, in, in general than what we were seeing before. Just a bit. I mean, six and seven... Six That's and seven feels kind of static, static almost. Yeah, let's look at this one. Yeah, yeah so I was gonna just seven kind of and nine slate. Um, one one quick thing, like, can the omega ratios? Is there anything meaningful comparing like between slate sizes? Like the fact that the omega highest omega ratio we can get here is fifty five, versus here it's eighty five. Is that saying anything about slate That's size? Saying that the bigger the slate, the more edge we're getting from the project i mean the sims are saying that big slates are higher ev interesting um i think again because we're testing these with the sims and so we're just saying like there's edge in our projections um and the more players are, that are on the slate the more edge there is uh -huh. um, a two-game slate there's not going to be as that much edge in projections because uh there's just so much variance um so yeah, I mean, this is like similar, but lower correlation. Um, overall, it seems yeah. similar. Um, at six games, six game slates. Um, again, it seems like the correlation is trending down. So yep. we're seeing, yeah, three, two, six. So at 10 plus, it was like five, three, five. At seven, nine, it was like four, I mean, yeah, correlation is trending down. Obviously, there does seem to be like, yeah, some fair, like, it's not just like a linear relationship, but also like the variables are all related. So, um, yeah, now as we get to five game slate, ownership starts to show up a little yeah. more frequently. What's weird here, though, is also omega ratio is now just in absolute terms way randomly bigger. Yeah, that is. Kind of weird. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I wonder why that is. It's possible, like, we each have a smaller sample size for five game slates. And, like, 
don't know. Maybe that's just some yeah. some, some noise there because of that. Yeah, and then on the four-game slate, so the four ownership... four and five seem to be very similar to me. Well, the ownership... I thought I was seeing a trend here where ownership was starting to come mm -hmm. alive at around a five-game slate or smaller, but at four... I mean, there's a three, there's a five here that shows up. Yeah. What about a three-game slate? And then a two-game slate, we have seven, we have eight. I mean, I think there is a yeah. I think it's there's a general trend that's as the slate size gets smaller, the correlation mm -hmm. is going down a bit mm -hmm. with like a floor of three. And ownership is going up. Yeah. And one thing to keep in mind is like, yeah, because we're not including contest bucket in here, it's like some of this is going to depend on like how many big slates have this many games. Right. So, like, if there's only small slates, there's only going to be small contests. So, like, we're kind of conflating, like, we're not really separating out that variable. So, I, this is really just sort of, like, let's look at the trends, but I don't want to read too much into these results. But, yeah, it does look like, interestingly, correlation doesn't change that much across the, the slate sizes. But it does, the ownership does go up in general. It trends right. up as the slates get smaller but really it's like most noticeable at like two and three um yeah and at at yeah sim precision there's a little bit of a trend as well like five six seven here at ten and by the time we get down to two you see like six seven eight yeah so i think yeah. sim precision getting just a little bit higher mm -hmm. as the slate gets smaller especially like yeah. really small i think let's get into the the, the actual sheet here okay. yeah all right, let's do it. And then I think we can kind of make decisions there. So just to summarize, we're kind of starting out from the the like the baselines that we were seeing is like I mean, really, I think across most of these contests and slate sizes, it was like correlation three to five, ownership zero to two, zero to three. And variance was like five to seven, right? Like that's kind of yeah, like yeah. What generally we were seeing, um, and and basically like the contest size didn't matter a ton, but like we saw a little bit lower correlate lower ownership with like the um, lower like max entries, and then at the smaller contests it was higher i can't remember exactly but there wasn't too much variance in the contest and then the slate size was um higher ownership for small slates in general and a little bit higher sim position so i just and a like little bit lower correlation in mind. yeah yeah so i guess let's um i always i think it makes more and maybe this is just my like contest bias but i always feel like starting at like the bigger slates and bigger contests makes more sense yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and okay. like, there's a lot of options here. So, like, I don't want to. I think as we go through this, we're gonna see the patterns and like right. just make these calls. But what I want to do, it's so, like right now, I think we want to kind of make these decisions on the defaults. Um, one thing I do, well, actually, I don't want to bias. It. I was gonna say like I want to see what our defaults are now, but I don't want to bias like what we decide on. So, like, yeah, um, I mean, I feel like there is still. 
I, I'm curious kind of like what you think about the role that the intuitive sets should should play here. Like, yeah, intuitively it should matter. Okay. Yeah, I think we should use our intuition here, but like still listen to the data. And I think one thing is like, because there's clearly some like, still some variance in like these settings, I don't, mm -hmm. I think I would, as long as it makes sense to do so, with the data as we're looking into these individual contests i think i'd like to try to keep like you look at the trends and if it's like oh at 10 game slates it's correlation five and then at nine game slates correlation three and then at eight game slates it's correlation four like i think that kind of thing doesn't make a lot of sense to like get too yeah. granular i think if we're seeing like a linear or like a trend where it's like correlation goes down as slate size goes down, like, let's kind of use that um, in these defaults um, rather than, like, hard coding these specific I agree. values for the specific buckets, so. I think that makes sense, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, 10 plus games flagship contest. Yeah. This is, like, the same that we were seeing with the... Uh, is it the same that we were seeing with the 10 plus game? It's very similar. The 535. But then yeah. like zero ownership kind of. It's basically, yeah, Actually, I just pulled it up. So for this, I do, I would like to still sort by mean ROI portfolio just to see. Yeah, um, sure. And I compared well. it real quickly. It actually looks like correlation is a little bit higher here okay. for now including contest size. Right, which makes sense. So we'll ignore the cash bill because that's clearly like a um, an error. So yeah, I mean, it is like high. Yeah, it's interesting that there's like that zero ownership one in here as well. Um, there's like nine ownership and then zero to two down. Uh -huh. um, so like there's a lot, clearly a lot of variance in ownership. And like it seems like you can kind of get edge with or without ownership according to this. Um, Again, intuition would be that I think we should lean towards the ownership, um, not necessarily at nine, but that if we have this sim bias, like higher ownership is going to move the lineups away from our projections in general, right? Mm -hmm. Which is going to, if we have the sim bias, is probably going to kind of hurt things. And so, using real life numbers it's probably like ownership will hurt will be more beneficial than when comparing to actual results than when comparing to sims um yeah i guess but anyway it's interesting to see that like so two correlation at fairly high ownership seems to be best for mean roi but but then with omega ratio um actually wait hang on on what you just said since, yeah. since, since our sims are like unfiltered, like they're they're just what they are, but mm -hmm. the ownership projection is based on an industry aggregate. Yeah, I actually think at least sometimes on the right slate, the ownership fade could be a a vessel to actually make you even like more exploiting the sim bias. Like find the actual the exact situations where our sims disagree with the aggregate ownership and exploit that even harder like i i actually i think that might be why we're seeing 
Like I it almost be, yeah. Ownership having a high value here, especially in conjunction with zero sim precision, is saying like push the places where we're different the than the biggest. Than yeah. Harder. Yeah. Cause like if you test and run builds at like really high ownership and low sim precision, you'll see like you still get a lot of like the often chalky plays, but it's the chalky plays that we love. Yeah. And you don't get any of the chalky plays that we are like kind of low, even if we like them. It's like, oh, if they're like higher projected elsewhere right. than by us, then it'll just they'll just disappear. Yeah. Um, with that high ownership fade. So yeah, I think you are right that it's sort of like leaning into like the highest leverage plays of like the, the ones where we disagree with the industry. Because that's where you according to the Sims, that's where you're gonna get the edge, right? And right. I think there is something to that. I mean, we believe in our Sims, and so I think. Yeah, I think there is edge to like leaning into the spots where Saber Sim is slightly off from the field, but not as much as the Sibs are saying, obviously. So, yeah, I would sort by Omega again. Okay. I mean, with that said, I do think like part of what my intuition is telling me is that like some ownership factor is valuable here. That like I, mm -hmm. I don't know if I've on board with zero and like my my gut would be telling me 10 game slate flagship that like i don't know two or three makes some intuitive sense yeah i mean i don't know i'm um just looking at these numbers a bit um Yeah, I mean this does this is like five three five does seem like kind of a weird outlier. Um that's just like way higher, and I'm not sure what to make of that. Um because I feel like I'm open to five like five three five seems good. It's the highest, like it, I think it makes kind mm -hmm. of intuitive sense, but like I think what I'm wondering is like, would it be bad to just like change the precision to seven? Just do like five three seven as the I don't think like, so. Because that's not showing up here. Like, I mean, 527 is right here. Yeah. Um, I'm sure. Five, yeah, I mean, there's clearly, there's clearly like variance in these results, right? Um, which is like interesting because there's like a lot of, we're, we're doing a lot of contests here. Um, so like it's, Actually, could you scroll over to that standard deviation, that omega ratio? Like, yeah, I just like hear it. I bet that, that this one is going to be. Um, uh, well, the per slate, um, the per slate one is. That's the lineup. Actually, could you scroll over a bit to the left? Per slate. Uh, almost there. The left maybe we shouldn't have included this quite so many yeah it's right here so yeah i mean well the second one is even higher standard deviation though so this is like the standard deviation of the omega ratio metric across the slates and so like if there's one slate where like this build setting just like is way way better then we're going to see like a way higher omega ratio and it, it is high but the second one is also high um 
I mean, I kind of feel like maybe then we should really think about this in terms of like trends and figure out like where we want to put the top end, figure out what the trend mm-hmm. actually looks like and where the breakpoints are, and then handle it that way. I yeah. think we're gonna go yeah, down so a let's huge not rabbit hole on this. Yeah, right now because this is gonna take forever if we like do this. So what I'm gonna say is like just in the note here for twenty three ten is um like it's definitely going to be between four to six correlation. Yeah. It's going to be zero to three ownership. Yeah. I would say one to three ownership. Like I'm pretty feel good about like, we sh- definitely have to have ownership paid. I think and, so like, too. Um, five to seven variants. And then we'll just decide kind of based on the trends, how we want to um, finalize that. I think that makes sense. Cool. Okay. So then I think maybe, so, do we want to, so I think just because the way this is organized, I think we should just kind of go like quickly through slate yep. size on the same kind of contest. Yep. And Let's just see. It. So seven to nine. Uh, let's see. Let's just like kind of do a quick glance. Seven to nine. This is six. So we're seeing kind of the same trends, mm-hmm. I think, where correlation. Okay. All of a sudden. Sim precision is super high here, though. The five. And correlation has gone way up, which is probably a factor of that, actually, right? Yeah, yeah, because they are related. And I think that is, we do want to keep that in mind, for sure. Okay. Um, five seed, I feel like this slate size five seems like a, I wonder if there's something weird, there's like a weird slate here. It makes me uh, feel like, yeah, there's a sample size issue with five game slates, because we saw that as well in the earlier spreadsheet. I mean, there are, there probably is, right? Like, you're going to get three game slates and two game slates and four game slates all the time because of turbos and knights. But mm-hmm. five game slates are going to be limited mostly to slates where the main slate was actually five games, which doesn't happen that often. Yeah, yeah I'm just like really quickly looking at it. I mean, uh, yeah, DraftKings, there was a main slate on August 18th. Um, there's like a night. Yeah, there's not too many. And this is only going to be main slates because it's like the top contest. So this might just be like maybe one or two slates here. Uh, I don't know. There's one other one, um, the 27th. So, yeah. Um, so, sorry. Going to, so there's no four games. So, like, guess going to three. three. We're seeing higher sim precision and lower. So, like, I, yeah, I don't want to, like, I think five definitely looks like a um, outlier. So I'm leaning towards, like, not really looking at the five results too much. But, yeah, I mean, uh, otherwise, precision has gone up a tad. Ownership has gone up a tad. And correlation has come down a little. Like so yeah, so for like for a three game slate, let's just I just want to do the three game real quick. Okay. Um I mean the ownership zero feels yeah, is is interesting. Can you sort by the mean ROI real quick? Whoa. Weird. Um I think this is like a Function of the precision. Oh, that's just yeah. That's that's interesting. Ten correlation, nine ownership, two for a three game slate. 
Huh. I don't know what to make of that. Um, but yeah, I, I don't either. Again, I mean, omega ratio is like going to be a better metric. Um, Matt, I just I just there. did a quick like correlation test for specifically twenty three three between ownership mm -hmm. and mean ROI, and it's like close to zero. So it's possible this could be old data that we didn't know how to filter out. Um, so I wouldn't read too much into this one, right? Because that that seems weird, right? Yeah, yeah. If you could just like Elijah, I think it doesn't have to be right now, but like find this like this 23 one of the contests that fits that maybe in yeah. like cloud storage and just see if uh if like the last updated time is you know if it's using the most recent sims yeah that could be what it could just be there wasn't a 23 3 in the new data it's like you know it's, yeah but we'll see i'll check yeah um i mean something i'll, I'll just kind of throw it out. something like three four eight at like a two or a three game mm -hmm. yeah slate actually i mean i, so, I think that a three game slate makes some sense i think there's an argument that ownership should actually come up even higher at a two game i yeah so for two game yeah it, the, the 10 is pretty wild but i think it makes I mean, it makes sense until like you want a ton of ownership fade in two game slates. Um, that like that looks intuitively right to me, honestly. Uh, I'm I'm on board with like just going all into ownership on two games on a slate. two game slate. Yeah, I mean, uh, again, we're also talking about this is flagship, so we're talking about like basically right. two game mains mm -hmm. uh, or two game big night slates. I know sometimes they mm -hmm. have those too. Yeah, there's like a, a there's a, a a night flagship almost. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like, I mean, there are a couple lower ownership ones here too. I I, I won't right. talk you out of like ten. Generally, um, I mean, just so we don't actually have to do that. I mean, I'm fine with doing nine. Uh, yeah, three nine eight. It seems to be a more common precision. And I, think I also sense. yeah, and I think on the product side again. I think it's better unless we feel really compelled that zero or 10 is the right answer to allow for some wiggle room. Mm -hmm. If we put it at eight, we can say to somebody that says that those lineups are too chalky for them, that they have a way to make them yeah. more. Yeah. So. Okay. And then can you go back to the seven through nine now? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, we do have higher correlation, obviously at yeah, zero ownership at the top. Um, so, I mean, five correlations seems right. It, low ownership is, I mean, that's what it's saying, but I feel like, again, I, I would lean towards like more ownership fade than, especially when you, when we're sorting and just quickly sort by the mean ROI portfolio, just again, to, uh, I think that's just like a good thing to to look at. Um, ignoring the cash build, yeah, it's like the ownership trends higher when we sort by mean ROI, right? Um, and so I do think that the omega ratio is like really trying to like minimize risk a lot. Um, and uh, 
while we do want that diversification, I think like, you know, the original intention of the project was like, let's get the highest ROI pools possible. So I feel like I, if mean ROI is showing a higher ownership, then I would probably want to like lean towards those. Lean higher. Yeah. Yeah. I think that makes some sense. Um, and I know we're like making a lot of like subjective decisions here. Um, if you guys, I mean, yeah, if you feel like I, we're, I'm being too subjective, like obviously I don't want to just ignore the data, but I think like, I mean, there's 1300 builds here. So like even looking at the top 20 is like, we're really isolating like the top um, mm-hmm. build, like the top 1% of these builds. So I think, I think it's okay to still kind of like make these decisions because like they're all top builds. And I think intuition like does matter here. Um, but yeah, down the line, I even could see us like potentially creating a, a slider range and saying like, these mm-hmm. are the defaults, but this is kind of our area of where we feel comfortable yeah. based on your personal yeah strategy. Yeah. And obviously like this isn't the end of the using contest in for this. So I think we'll, we'll come up with like, better ways and like maybe the things that we're having to do intuitively we'll be able to like address in the sim and then we won't have to make subjective decisions we can just like run it but yeah yeah so i would say for nine seven sorry this is seven and nine um five two or three um i would lean towards three like this four three six is looks like i would kind of do like five three six or seven i think i i my gut always tells me to lean on the higher yeah sim precision yep five three seven makes some sense what did we have for 10 so for 10 we hadn't decided yet because we're kind of like looking at the trends but yeah so so far we have like three eight eight for two we have like three i would say three five eight for three um because we for, have this three five set for for three is what I was saying. Yeah, for, then three. for five. Um, five, we might need to kind of in into it here because I think there's some weirdness in this data. Yeah. It seems like but six um, looks pretty good. So yeah, ignoring five for now, and we don't even have four, so we're gonna have to do it anyway for four. Um, for six, yeah, I'd say it looks like. I mean, just following the trends, we're like going from three at two and three to like what I I think we should probably do is six at 10 plus. Um, And so I think at six slight size, a like it looks like four makes sense for correlation. Uh huh. Um, Ownership. I mean, there's that four at like honestly, the yeah, four. Four, I want to go four four seven seven yeah um because then like variance is kind of starting out at eight at the small slate sizes it's going down to seven and then um at you know just quickly go back to seven nine I think that we should go to six in precision um and then okay five in precision at well, well, we could keep it at seven. I don't know. I think that's like, and again, like the sim precision is sort of like a, that how much diversification do we want? Um, 
I guess, yeah, I think you're right that like leaning higher makes sense, especially because people aren't actually playing all of these lineups. So they're going to get tighter exposures yeah. once they like grab the top 150 out of the 500 or 1500. So, right. um, <clears throat> I mean, I, I kind of feel like the range of sim precision here should be eight to six, eight at two, probably eight at three. Maybe eight at four, seven, like five through nine, mm -hmm. and then six at 10 plus. Yeah. And then at 10 plus, I think like two, honestly, this, I think six correlation like makes sense. The trend, so like the trend is basically like higher correlation as the, the sleep size, the number of games goes up. Uh huh. Lower ownership, uh -huh. lower precision. Yes. Um, so I think at 10 plus, 6 to 6. Uh-huh. I think that makes sense. Which, like, isn't on here. There's a 6-1-6 six, six at the bottom, but there's, like, I mean, 5-2-6 five, five, five is, six is right well, here, There's 5-2-6, so, I mean, we could do 5-2-6 instead six. of 6-2-6. Six, six. I guess 5 makes maybe more sense because, like, the majority of these are like there's a lot of fives and i think that we are getting pretty solid stacks even with the five correlations so i think let's do five two six okay that's fine i i think yeah again i think these are gonna be very similar here right yeah um, cool. Okay, so I think that pretty much covers the big contest. Um, yeah, so I wonder in the yep. best way to proceed, do we want to, like one way I think we could do this is just look at like twenty bucket 22, which is going to be super similar. Yeah, so this is the This same... is basically a smaller contest, but this is the 10,000. 10,000, so it's 150 max, but 1000 to 10,000. Yeah. So I think like let's cut yeah, I don't want to spend too much time because I think it's going to basically be the same, but we might just make small adjustments here. So let me just quickly fill in. So what we have here um I just want to fill in the 4 and 5 because I didn't have that in my notes and I just want to make sure I don't forget. So we had 388 at 2, 358 at 3. And then I think for 4 we didn't have data, so we'll just kind of go with the trend. We'll do like 3 four, eight, and then for five, we'll do four, four, maybe five and six, honestly, should just be the same. Four, four, seven, three, four, eight, four, four, seven, four, four, seven, five, three, seven. Yeah. Okay. I think that makes sense. Um, so at 22, Right now we have so we had five three seven or sorry we had five two six for the five two six ones. okay so here I mean I think maybe we just lower ownership by one yeah if that right? I, I I think the sliders probably could just also be the same for this one I mean I guess yeah I think just because one. there's like three owner there's like three different builds with zero ownership at the top here. So yeah. I feel like um, 
it makes sense to just do five, one, six. Um, the only thing we could also do is change. Well, no, because we have six. Yeah, I think five, one, six makes sense. Okay. Okay, so seven, nine. What did we have for the first time here? Uh, so seven and nine, we had five, three, seven. So yeah, the correlation is a bit lower here, which is uh -huh. interesting. Let's see, is there a trend there? Uh... Yeah, I mean, I you could explain it by like, if this is lower effective entrance because it's like still 150 max, but a smaller contest. So it's like yeah. going to be a lot of maxers who are right. stacking heavily. And so we're going to get more edge from not stacking essentially like maybe people are over the sims are saying people are over stacking in these contests um like obviously we don't want to like go overboard with making those like assumptions but i would be comfortable with with or, like four. basically with four correlation yeah. basically say like hey for a smaller slate you don't need to have like only maximum stacks the field is still doing that but like you're gonna get edged by lowering your correlation a bit um lower ownership one just like we did for the 10 plus which puts us at two four so it would be four. Oh wait oops i was editing the wrong thing okay uh 22 seven through nine we'll do four two and then sim precision i mean it's five seven maybe lower that one as well I guess for the 10 plus, we didn't lower it. So maybe we shouldn't either for seven through nine. And there are a lot of sevens here. Four, two, seven. Four, two, seven makes some sense, I think. Cool. Uh, all right, six game. Um, four. So for the other one, we had four, four, seven. Uh, I mean, so I, I if we want to just follow the pattern here, we're basically like we're dropping. Well, I guess for so for seven through nine, we dropped one correlation, one ownership, kept position the same. For this, I mean, correlation is still like four is what we had for the big contest, and that's what's showing up top here. So I think let's just like roll with four again. Um, three for ownership yeah and then keep the seven precision yeah so all we're doing there between the big one and this one is lowering ownership by one which i think makes sense cool five game five game and do we have the same like weird it seems like it to me yeah so I'm just going to just say like, yeah, there's something weird with that data. It seems like um, I think we should just like follow the same trend. Yeah, I think that, because I think before that's I think we had, I think actually let's just combine five and six game slates. Um, okay, let's fine. just say six game applies to five game also because I think okay. that's just like uh, easier and makes intuitive sense that like there wouldn't be much difference between the two. Right. So, yep, yeah, that's decided. Uh, four game. 
Four game actually seems really similar to five and six, except I think we have a case for Sim Precision eight if we want it. And which we did have for the big contest. Yeah. So um we actually had three, four, eight for the big one for twenty-three bucket. Um here the correlation is higher. Does that make sense that you'd want more correlation? It's almost like are people overstacking on seven to nine game slates and understacking on four? Uh, that doesn't I don't know. Uh like I don't know if we want to break the pattern here of like increasing correlation in this case. Um I mean I don't want to like just stick to the pattern entirely just for the sake of sticking to it, but it does look I mean they're all four and five up at the top here. So maybe we do say like hey four game slates are just weird where like the smaller contest we want to increase correlation. I I um, think I, I think three 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 seven is right here. Three one seven's around. Three oh eight is around. All right. Yeah. I feel three, like it's hard, a harder. If we have like an inflection point in any of this, where it's like mm -hmm. it bottoms out at one but goes up from both sides from there, or vice versa, I think we should be like really confident that that's true. Yeah. Okay. I think three three eight sounds good, and it matches the other. And then, yeah, because then here down at two game slates, for example, like now two is the most common, right. which makes a lot of sense. Um, so we don't have three, so we'll just fill in the pattern there. But 22, two, we do two owner, two correlation. The ownership is all over the place. Um, yes. But like for the bigger one, it was eight, which does show up there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think. Maybe dropping it though to six or seven. Yeah, it's what's like weird is six like and seven aren't actually that common here. I know. I mean, there is yeah. like two seven six, which I think makes some sense. Two seven seven, I think, also would probably. Yeah, it's interesting that the sim variance is like dropping. Like for all of these other ones, we did not change sim variance between. Sim precision. Sorry, I keep saying variance because we have variable names that are different. Um, sim precision did not change between these buckets and any of the other slate sizes. Um, but two game slates are kind of like an anomaly. Like they're just a different game, yeah. almost. Um, so I don't mind just like kind of having different rule, like not matching these same patterns necessarily. Um, yeah and just looking at the mean roi so like it does jump up like if you look at this mean we're sorting by omega but like when we get to this like three five five it does jump up um which makes me kind of want to do three correlations still and then higher ownership because it looks like i'm what i'm seeing is a trend here is like it looks like kind of this higher ownership fade is well it's not always but um yeah i would say i'm thinking like three five three, six stands out to me three five six yeah yeah because that's like the highest mean roi in this top 10 mm -hmm. or close to it 
356. Sure. Okay. Cool. Okay. Um, moving on to 17, which is um, this is not 20 maxes, but the big contest. Okay. Um, sorry, I'm just gonna. Uh, well, I'll fill this in later. We didn't do three game slates for the the other one, but I'll just fill that in later based on the trends. So, um, seventeen game slates. Uh, sorry, seventeen. Um, <laughs> seventeen bucket size. So twenty max. This is like the biggest twenty maxes. Um, yep. Yeah. <clears throat> so four dollar. I would ex so we are expecting this is going to be like very similar to the, like the twenty three bucket. I think. Um, I would think so. I would be stunned to hear that changing just the entry limit from 150 to 20 has like a significant. Yeah, I mean, I could see a little, like little differences. Yeah. Because of um, the field being less sharp. We also, we like, only have three. Yeah. I mean, the quarter jukebox would be included in this bucket. So, yeah. Which I think is likely to play a lot softer than. Right. Group. So I think that it makes sense. I think we should just keep correlation the same at five. Yeah, we only have three buckets here. So I think can... ownership at one, which is the same as what we have for like the 2210, and then precision, keep it at six, I think. Five, one. Six, I guess, is not on here, but oh, it is on there. Yeah, and it actually does have a pretty high mean ROI. Highest mean is five three five, which is like yeah, that outlier build. Four one six is pretty high mean. Um, yeah, I think five five one six is fine. I think I'd also. Be fine with five. We did one ownership fade originally. We did two for the twenty-three bucket. We did one for the twenty-two bucket. Um, so five one six would match exactly the twenty-two bucket, which was like the one fifty yeah. max smaller contest. Um, I mean, I think five. Let me look here. I mean, I think there's a couple different ways we could go about this, but I feel like, like if we're otherwise kind of undecided, the highest omega ratio one that's kind of in line with what we're thinking maybe is a good way to do it. And that's 517. 517. Yeah, so that would be increasing the precision. For 20 max, which I think there is, I mean, yeah, you go back and yeah, it doesn't. I mean, you kind of, I can make a case for it that like it'll give you more diversification within your 20, but that's like not really what we're trying to. I think we should keep it at six. I think we should do, um, I mean, maybe I've, we do four, maybe five, we do one, four, six. four, one, six is up there, right? Like that's a high, that's right there, yeah. 
416. It's just hard because then you start thinking about the trends. Like, does it make sense that correlation would come down one in a 20 max? Yeah. Um, not really. So I think let's just do 516. Okay. Uh, okay. I also, and, I, so I have, I have office hours here coming yeah, up. Yeah. Um, I mean, I wonder. I do it, feel like some collaboration kind of helps here, but I don't know, like, if it would make sense for us to just kind of like. Yeah, I mean, it feels like we've got basically like the baselines for all of these, and we're just gonna like go through the smaller and smaller contest buckets, and like, it should be pretty similar. I think when we get to single entry, there is the question of whether we want to kind of change like value diversification or like single entry and three max whether we want to value diversification less um you know i think there's cases both ways um, yeah but that's more of like a that's like do we it, it is the problem we're trying to solve different for single entry than for you know based on the that selection um, rather than like the contest itself. But yeah, I mean, I think that like Elijah and I can just like kind of fill in the rest of these. I think like what we've done so far is, you know, we've basically got the starting points for all of these. Um, I feel good about all this. I mean, I think it's interesting that like correlation is going to go down across the board, which I think we saw this from the beginning of this series is like we were seeing these lower correlation values than the default of like eight for some of these uh -huh. slates in the app right now. Um, so like that's going to be a big change. I think correlation and ownership are going to go down a bit across the board. And I think sim precision is not going to change too much. Um, well, and I think at the, the, the thing that's interesting about correlation too is like there's a lot of intuitive arguments for why correlation should move one direction or the other across different... Mm -hmm slate sizes and, and contests. But at the end of the day, you always have to sacrifice average projected points to correlate your lineup more, mm -hmm. which means to me, anytime you're increasing correlation, it means you're taking on some level of additional risk. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't surprise me to see that like correlation is a little bit lower than we expected. And I think it's probably true that the conventional wisdom about correlation is also a little bit over the top. Like mm -hmm. you have to five mm -hmm. stack in every lineup on DK. Like that is probably over aggressive. Yeah. And I think that even, I think the five correlation on SaberSim is going to give you a lot of five stacks anyway. Right. It's just not going to give you only five stacks. So, right. Um, and especially yeah. like by Omega ratio, like, so last two nights ago, the Monday night slate, the eight game slate, I don't think there was a single team that scored over like four runs. Mm -hmm. Like a five stack was just non-viable. Mm -hmm. Sorting by Omega ratio, like you eliminate those types yeah. of winning lineups from, you're like dead on that slate if you have a really high correlation. Right. And you're that, right. that's going to crush your Omega ratio. So yeah, yeah, I kind of like that direction. Um, mm -hmm. But cool. Okay. So I guess I'll let you guys just keep going, um, and then I yeah. can sync back up on the other side. Yeah, I think that sounds good. Okay. Sounds uh, good. Actually, I just realized I'm sharing my screen.
Uh, yeah, why don't we just okay. we'll we'll end this and uh, okay. then Elijah and I will uh, jump on separately and finish up. Okay, sounds good. Cool. Thanks, everyone. Cheers. Cheers.